that I should bear witness of the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice and his word. And Pilate said this, and Pilate said unto him, What is truth? Well, that's, that's what we need to know of. That's what we ought to ask, everybody ought to ask God, God, what is truth? What is truth? You know what truth is? Word. That's right. John 17 and 17. Now, Pilate said, what is truth? Jesus said he'd come to bear witness of the truth. And Pilate said, what is truth? And uh, John 17 and 17 said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So the word of God is truth, man. Amen. That's the only truth we got is the word of God. But this word of God ain't like, again, it ain't like any, any kind of book. We, we read it. But we got to have the understanding of it. And that understanding comes from God. It don't come from me. It comes from God. God gives it. It's good to have a, a and anybody that don't have the Holy Ghost need to have confidence in, in somebody to help them along the way to take, take, take their word for it. But we, we need to know who labors amongst us too. To take their word for it until they get the Holy Ghost. Then as they get the Holy Ghost, God can lead and guide them into all this truth. That's the only way we're going to be led and guide into this truth is the Holy Ghost to lead and guide. That's why I said when the Spirit of Truth has come, He will lead you into all truth. So I hear truth and the Holy Ghost. So the word is truth. Thank God for truth. Everybody thank everybody in the church this morning, every church in the country, the world, this morning thinks they got truth. But it's got to be according to this. It's for the God. It's got to be according to this book right here. And it can only be dear God. We can only get it, dear God. We pray and fast and live in the word, dear God, and pray and ask God don't try to understand. I don't I very seldom open this book to read it. I don't ask God to help me to understand what I'm reading. I, I've been reading it 40 some years, and I still, but I find things I don't understand in here. They feel a lot of stuff in here I don't understand. But I know I know enough, I know enough about this book to be saved. There's things I don't un understand in here, you know. But uh, I've, 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 had, I've had things for years that I didn't understand. And then all of a sudden, just like a light, God just turns it on. I don't, when I'm reading this Bible, when I get to a, a place I don't understand, I'll I, I ask God to help me understand it. But I don't dwell on that. I go on and read, read the Bible. And then, it may be a preacher says, I've had, had people just testify and help me. I, I, I hear, I've got a year to hear what the Spirit said. And the Spirit sometimes, sometimes the Spirit speaks me to a song. You know that? I know this song. The Spirit speaks me to a song. But we've got to have an ear to hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. And we've got that ear to hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. The Lord is going to speak to us. All right. Again. John 17 and 17. The sanctify, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is true. And again, thank God for truth. Because the truth is the only thing that's going to set us free. And it can't be part of the truth. It's got to be a whole truth. Amen. And we might get part of a, a part of a lot of things, but Jesus said, "Man still, still said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God." So 
You can't be part. Oh, we can't get, we can't graduate from this with a 99.9 average. It's got to be 100% average. And that's 100% no sin in your life. And 100% and the only way you will have 100% of no sin in your life you've got is, is a, is a uh, beauty swerve lady. Right. Okay. Now, these preachers get up here and say that I ain't perfect but I'm striving to get there when he ain't perfect. He's trying to get there and he'll die and go to hell if he don't get there. There's a place you got to get to. And I, I told the preacher one night, I said, listen, I said, you said you said you're striving to get there. He said, yes, brother, we, we strive to get there. We ain't made you strive. I said, I said, you may not be. But ain't what the word of God says. I said, if, if, you, if you're striving to get there, right? and when, that word of God says, man should not live by bread not that is uh be ye therefore, when Jesus said, Be ye therefore perfect, and that's without sins, all is. That don't mean, and again, that don't mean, dear God, we're still in this place. And there's a possibility, dear God, that we will do something, dear God, wrong. But thank God, like Brother Mike said, it's more we can ask God to forgive us and go on. But Jesus said, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is heaven, is perfect. And if there's a goal at the, to get to that goal that we have got to get there, we're, I told him, I said, if we're striving to get there, we ain't making it yet. And if we ain't making it yet, we're lost. And he's been, he's been preaching on the hell. He said, I, I, I never thought about it like that. I'm glad I see it. I'm glad I see it because we didn't see it. That if you don't see something, you've got to realize you've got to get there. You're not going to make the effort to get there. So, yeah, if, if you're not there, strive. Just certainly strive, strive, strive to get there. But you better not start striving until you get there. And that, that's when dear God just lay down and I say, God, as far as I know, there's nothing in my life, Lord. We need to be able to lay down at night and say, Lord, as far as I know today, I have done nothing against you or against nobody else. Now, child of God needs to be in a place to do that. And we've got to be there. Jesus did, didn't he? I'm going to get ahead of myself here. All right. In Psalms 119 and, and 89, Psalms 119 and 89 says, Forever, O Lord, Thy word is settled in heaven. It'll never be changed. People can change it, add to it. We know what the word of God says about adding to it and taking away from it. Dear God, we add to it. Dear God, he's going to have to add, add to us the plague in his book. If we take away from it, he's going to take our name out of the book of life. That's a, that's a dangerous thing. Y'all know that? And that ain't, that ain't just a power. Dear God, I mean one thing that we change that will cause anybody to be lost. We're going to keep the same account. What about y'all? All right. And forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Matthew 24, 35 said, Heaven and earth shall pass away. And it's going to pass away. But my word shall not pass away. Heaven and earth is going to pass away. But my word shall not pass away. 2 Timothy 2 and 13 says, If we believe not, if we believe not, yet he abides faithful. He cannot deny himself. What is he? He's the word. He said, If you believe not, I'm sorry if you believe not, but that's not going to change my word. Can't change it. If you believe not, yet he abides faithful. He cannot deny himself. John 12 and 48 said, He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judges him.
judge him in the last day. And we reject him. People not reject, not reject the Lord, no. They rejected his word and his word of God in him. And, and John 1, 1 said, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So, if we reject his word, we rejected him, man. I'm still trying to make it to heaven. What about y'all? All right, heaven and earth shall pass away. My words shall not pass away. Okay. 2 Timothy 2 and 13 says, He believed not. I'm way back up back to where we were last. John, John 12, 48. Yeah, John 12, 48. Just got that. John, Matthew 4, 4. I done said this. Yes, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. And that word is what? Truth that proceeded out of the mouth of God. James 2 and 10 and 11 said, For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. Y'all hear that? Whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. Verse 11 says, For he that saith, Do not commit adultery, also says, Do not kill. Now, if we commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art, a, thou art become a transgressor. So we've got to live by it. Man come to Jesus and good master, what must I do to be saved? And the Lord told him, He said, Keep commandments. He said, all, I kept all the, all the commandments I have kept from my youth up, and I believe he did. I believe he did do it, though he wouldn't have told the Lord that. The Lord didn't say he did do it, but he said, yet like that one thing. Now, he said he kept all the commandments. See, it's, it's good to keep all the commandments, but it's something we've got to do for God, too, though. Sometimes, sometimes we're holding on to some things that we're not to hold on to that we need to get rid of. Sometimes there's things in weight, dear God, and in weight of sin that we hold on to, and God wants us to get rid of it. This man was rich. Now, ain't nothing wrong with having money. Jesus said that too. Nothing wrong with having money. You know, Zacchaeus said, Lord, he was a rich man. And uh, he said he was equal sinner. And Zacchaeus said, Lord, I, I give half what I give to the poor. And said, if I've done anybody wrong, dear God, I'll give it back four times over. There ain't nothing wrong having money, but dear God, anything in our lives, dear God, listen to me. If anything in our lives is between us and God, it's a sin to us. He said, Go sell what you have and give to the poor, and come and follow me, and you shall have treasures in heaven. And he'd rather, I wonder some of us like that, he'd rather have the, the treasure, the earthly treasure, than he had the heavenly treasure, because he went away sorrowful. And, hey, the Lord's going to take care of me. And I want heaven, don't y'all? All right. All right, who's going to keep the whole law? All right. Okay. All right, now we talk about the truth a little bit. Let's get on the foundation. Without a foundation, oh, you can't, well, you can build without a good foundation. You can build, but you know it ain't going to last you. We're going to talk, we've got to have the right foundation to build on. There's got to be a foundation laid to build on. God is not going to make it. All right. Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, 
and doeth them, I will liken him unto now this is read again. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, it's good to be a hearer of the word, but we got to be a doer, don't we? What James said. God, it's good to be a hearer, not just to be a hearer of the word, but a doer of the word. That therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. What's that rock? Word of Jesus, that's right. He is the Word. In the beginning was the Word, the Word with God, the Word was God, and fourteen said the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And the Word was made flesh. Dwell amongst us. Said ah, and the uh, built on a rock, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew and beat up on that house. Y'all ever, ever had any y'all ever had any trouble? Well, now this man here was having some, uh, Jesus talked about there having, having some trouble, wasn't he? So just because you build on a rock don't mean the storm still ain't going to come. Because it's still going to come. But the thing about it is, we, we get our house built on a rock, laid a foundation like it needs to be laid, and, and get our house built on a, a rock, the wind and all these storms are not going to knock us off. Right? Right, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not. For it was founded on the rock, and that's Jesus, and He's the Word, Amen. God be founded on the Word, don't understand. And everyone, I, I keep saying this here, because it's God's truth. Once you ever get this, like you're supposed to get this, you will never let go of it. You will not never let go of it, dear God, because it's the most precious. Valuable thing that man's ever known is this salvation. Amen. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, they'll sing much, that's in the crowd. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. Oh, Lord, that no foundation. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. You know what's the, what's the, why it says great is the fall of it? Because somebody's watching your life. You know that? Somebody's watching you. And if you fall, most likely they're going to fall with you. So we need to hold on, though. All right, 2 Timothy. See, God is not going to change the foundation. You know that? He's not going to change. We either get on it or we lost. We build and build, and a lot of people build it. A lot of people build it. You might say you judge it. No, if it ain't built on this foundation, it's not going to stand. It's just not going to stand. I'm not going to never get to a point. I'm not going to, I will not compromise. I will not do that. Because people don't want to go to hell, you're going to. And you don't want to go, and I don't want to go with you. 2 Timothy 2, 2, and uh, 16 through 19. He said, but, but uh, 2 Timothy 2, 16 through 19, he said, but shun profane and vain battles, for they will increase to more ungodly. Sound to me like we don't need to argue, do we? 
But he, but their words, this man, but their words will eat into a cancer. That's cancer. This is a cancer, cancer. It eats on Of whom is Aeneas, wherever that word is, that's other words you I can't pronounce him. Two people says, A cancer, but whoso concerneth the truth have erred. Saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrew the faith of some. Nineteen says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal that the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let every every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from evil. Nevertheless, he says, they can change it if they want to. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. And it'll be standing sure when everything else is gone. You know that? Everything gone, that foundation is still going to be standing sure. And the one that's standing on that foundation is the one that's going to be standing. The Lord come back and pick us out here. Now we go, don't y'all? Amen. All right, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 3. Talking about two this morning. All right. First reading three, nine through thirteen. Paul said, For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandary, ye are God's builder. Talking about a foundation. We got a building, there's got to be a foundation, though. And what about foundation? You can't build a building and then put a foundation down, can you? You got to put the foundation down before the building can be built. What that says, you got to look in that foundation. Y'all know what the foundation is. We're going to get in that too. But when the foundation is laid, then we. When, when that, that, we repent, be baptized, get the Holy Ghost, we'll get in it, and the foundation is laid, then we've got to build on that foundation. And you know something? We don't know how to do it. Y'all know we don't know how to do it? It's a process. I couldn't, I couldn't build a house or do it be a mess if I tried to build it. You know? But, uh, See, this, this house here, this building that Paul was talking about, can't be just put together anyway. Amen. It's got to be by the, the blueprints. And that blueprint is a Bible. And uh, they got to be an inspector. Now, you build a house, I think, different kind of inspector, electrical and, and all kinds of inspectors. But go, we got one inspector. And, and he inspects that. As we build, he inspects what we build, and if it ain't right, you've got to go pray and talk to him. You've got to say, you need to take this out, or you need to put this in. Because this foundation is building, it's got to be complete. You know, that was what we're talking about. This building here, we're the builders of God, this has got to be complete. And the only way it can be complete, your God is taking instruction from God. Divine instruction. Moses, Moses built that temple over there. 
God had told him over there on the mountain how to do that. Everything about that temple, God told Moses how to do that. And uh, when Moses started putting that up, Moses had to have instruction from God. And he said he put this in the temple as God instructed him. He put that in the temple as God instructed him and went on down and got down and got to the end of it where the, he, got, he got finished, but to him to finish that, he had to, get, had to have instruction from God to do that. And when he had finished that, the Bible said the glory of God filled the temple. Ain't that wonderful? Amen. All right, building of God. According to verse 10, that, verse 9 again. For we are laboring together with God. We are God's husband there. We are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, now he's as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. Paul said he laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. We'll get in that just a minute. Alright. But let every man take heed how he builds thereon. Buildeth thereon. For other foundations can no man lay than that is laid, which is what? Christ Jesus. Y'all listen, y'all read. Christ Jesus. Now, if any man build on this foundation, sure that here. Yeah. If it, now, if any man build on this, on, on this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, hay, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work, this right here, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. You ever had any fire? Because David ever had any fire? God's going to try us to see what we're made out of. He's going to try us to see if we're going to stand. Let me build this foundation. Like I said, get this foundation built, get this building built on it. And see, the thing about it is, you just don't go out there and build a house, and that's it. It may be built exactly what, just exactly the way everything, just the way the blueprints read, the house is built that way. But then we've got to take care of it. Don't know that we've got to take care of it. We press to get there, then we press to stay there. Because don't we've got an adversary that you've got to get, put us down on. So we've got to, got, to, got to do it. There's a foundation here now. Okay. Ephesians 2 and 20 says this. And we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Now why, how are we built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets? Now a man told me one time, who do you rather believe, Jesus or the apostles? I said, Jesus said he didn't he that heareth you, heareth me, and he denies you, denies me, and he denies me, not him that sent me. We're built on what the apostles preached, what it says. We're built on what the apostles preached. And we are built upon the foundation of the apostles, what they preached. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. You know what foundation he laid on. I got to know then what foundation he laid. Okay, let's see what foundation. One foundation I know is John chapter 3. Anybody know anything about John chapter 3? Let's see what kind of foundation. Brother, I know it. I ain't going to say that. It ain't no use. It's good news, ain't it? 
salvation is. I, the Bible says different as a man of Pharisee thing, different uh, 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 John 3, 1, 1 through 8. There was a man of Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Very, very, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That's plain to me. What about y'all? Can't see it. We ain't born again. We can't see it. Nicodemus said, he didn't understand. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time in his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very, very, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That sounds like a good foundation to me, don't y'all? All right. I told you about this preacher I heard say that that's when they see it said that's when a woman was water broke broke and a child was born. But let's see what Jesus said about in verse 2. He said, Jesus said, that which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of spirit is spirit. There's a difference, I mean. Seven said, Marvel not, that I say unto thee, you must be born again. And don't marvel, I say unto thee, you must be born again. Said the wind bloweth. For it listens before it will, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh or whether it goeth. So is everyone, everyone that is born of the Spirit. Everyone that is born of the Spirit. Rushing mighty wind. Over in Acts chapter 1, chapter 2, and 1 through 4, it talks about David's up to Jesus said, Tell you the city of Jerusalem, you be in due with high upon home, high and they up there. The Bible says there came a rushing mighty wind and filled all the house and all them picked it in there were filled with the Holy Ghost. So you hear it. If everybody that doubted this year could be here, when somebody walked up here in this altar and started reaching out to God for the Holy Ghost, and God filled them with the Holy Ghost, and you see them when they speak it in tongues, there ain't no way on God's green earth they could do that themselves. Ain't no way they could do it. And that's why the foundation, we've got to repent, we've got to be baptized, and receive the Holy Ghost, that's the foundation to build on. Amen? Yeah. All right. Only foundation to build on. All right, Acts, Acts chapter 19. You are the apostles. They build upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Build upon the foundation of the preaching of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself be the chief cornerstone. Acts 19, 1 through 6. Acts 19, 1 through 6. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and found certain disciples that followed Jesus, what they know to follow. And he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard where they did the Holy Ghost. Say, if you have if you have received the Holy Ghost since you believe, listen to a lot of them say, All you gotta do is believe. I've been riding down the road this to the radio preacher. They said if you ride down the road now, now if you just believe you're saved, ready to go to heaven. Well, that's why. 
Got to be born again. Paul said, well, I, I got the only guy that you know. Paul said, repent, be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. <coughs> Not Paul. Peter said, repent, be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. And you shall receive the Holy Ghost. And then uh, four and, I believe it's four and, I don't know, but three and something over there. He said, uh, he told me, Peter told me, Peter, repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. So it's more than just repent, man. You've got to be born again. All right. What was I here? And he said, you have you received the Holy Ghost as you believe. And they said, him we have not so much to hurt whether they did the Holy Ghost. And he said, and then what you and he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Now, John was a great man. Well, that was good for John's time. Then said Paul, John barely baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Foundation. Y'all wake up there tonight? Got to have a foundation. People don't believe it now, but one of these days they'll believe it. People don't talk. I said, well, it's up to us what we believe.
all know the Bible where he was on his way to Damascus and got more in jail for preaching Jesus. The Lord met him on the way, blinded him, and said, Saul, Saul, why art thou uh, persecuting me? He said, Lord, who art thou? He said, I'm Jesus, whom thou persecuted. Turned the bull down to the street called Straight, and he told them what to do. They let him down, he was blind, and an eye was now laid hands on him. And his eye got an eyesight, and, uh, and baptized him. Paul, Paul was a person over here in Acts 22 and 16. And, uh, and, and God spoke to Ananias and him to go down there. And then when he got down, he said, Now why turn? I know Paul said, uh, the, Lord, even the Lord is going to show thee what thou must suffer. And his name say, He said, Now why turn thou? 22 and 16, Acts 22 and 16 said, And now why turn thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sin, calling on the name of the Lord. What's that name? Jesus. Plain as day. Plain as day. All right. Matthew 28 and 19 says this. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptize them in the name. There ain't no way on that, are they? One of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Now Jesus said in Matthew, not to us, on John, Matthew, Jesus said in John 5 and 43, He said, I and my Father, no, He said, I come in my Father's name. And what name did He come in? I come in my Father's name. That name is Jesus. John 10 30 said, I and my Father are one. John 17 and 6, I ain't been long been on this right here. Jesus said this. Let's listen to it. Talk about Father, Son, and Holy Ghost now. I have met Jesus and I have Jesus was praying to the Father. He said, I have manifested thy name. Unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. What name did what name did he manifest to? Jesus. Jesus. He said, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Verse 11 says, I come to thee, Holy Father. Keep through thy keep through thy own name those whom thou hast given me. And what name did he keep me in all down through time? The name of Jesus. Verse 12 said, 17, 12 said, While I was in the world, I kept them in thy name. What name did he keep me? What did Jesus, what did Jesus say? In my name shall you cast out devils? What, what, what name did he manifest to Jesus. 26 said, And I have declared unto them thy name. Jesus said, Talking to the Father, I have declared unto them thy name. And we know what name he declared, don't we? Jesus. Luke 24 47 said, That repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name. Was he declared the name unto him? Matthew 6 
16, 17 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with tongues. Bear his name. John 1, 1 said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And 14 said, And the Word, what's the Word? It just said in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and what? The Word was God. And 14 said, and the Word, what did you say the Word was? What's wrong with y'all funny? It just said in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. And the Word was faith, said, said and the Word, God, Word of God, ain't it? Was made flesh. And what was his name? Jesus. But to me, Father is Jesus. Son is Jesus. And the Holy Ghost is God. It's the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God. Same thing. That's right. He said it's a, uh, how do you say that? Uh,
How do you do that? Well, you got to confess. You got to realize you're a sinner. You got to repent. You got to be baptized. You got to have the Holy Ghost to get the foundation laid. And and as Peter told Peter is the one dear God, the only man that God gave keys to the kingdom to. What shall be bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. What shall be loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. And uh, and he said repent. Be baptized for the mission of sins, and you shall receive the Holy Ghost. And then down the next, uh, next verse, like the next verse, 38 or 9, 40, he says, Save yourself. Why do you say that? Because we got to be alone this thing. If God gives us instruction, I work with Brother Frank, I didn't know nothing about carpentry. I Frank talked but if he told me what to do, and he had Hubert there, with my cousin, he was there, Hubert was good, too. And, and uh, he said, cut it this way. And I'd cut it, he, and Carol said, he said, it ain't what I told you to do. I said, it is what you told me to do. No, it ain't. I told you to cut it this way. It's got to be that way for it to fit. And that's the way God is. You can't, we can't do it our way. we got to do it God's way. Amen. It gets feel Gotta save ourselves, see? I can't make you do nothing, and you can't make me do nothing, and God ain't gonna make you do nothing. We gotta be able to, he said, Paul said they first gave with his mind, that is accepted according to what a man has and not according to what he don't have. If we got with his mind and pray, it may take you longer to get your house build somebody else and just keep on building. And while you're gonna be finished. You know what? You know what? If, you know what? A, what a contractor does when you when you build a house for you finish it. What? Speak up! I can't hear y'all. He gives the key. The key. That key opens the door. <laughs> Don't we? We get this house finished. Here, go. We got the key to get in. Don't we?
14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you. What's that? Sin don't have control over us. Y'all hear that old brother always the other night? I, I really enjoyed that. I'm going to get that old man back down here. Preach to me. He's done me some good. But he said, if you sin, you do it because you want to. God don't make it. He doesn't make a way for us not to have to sin. But if you sin, it's because you want to. That's pretty good, ain't it? Amen. All right. Sin shall not have dominion over you. Romans 8, 82 said, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. We don't have to live in sin, do we? Don't have to. Lord, we wait for us not to have to live in sin. All right, Matthew 5, 48. Y'all know what that is, don't you? That's one of my favorites. Y'all know what it is? That's right. Y'all get some of the things I preach. Matthew 5, I preach that enough. Y'all order that right now. I love it. See, I'm, I, I'm glad I know this. If we don't know something, we can't do it, can we? We've got to know it before we can do it. Matthew 5, 48, Jesus said, Be ye. Now, an educated man told me one time, his little wheel, preacher, his little wheel, that's a command. Yeah. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Now that said, be ye therefore just like your Father in heaven, didn't it? That's what it says. Be ye just like your Father in heaven. That's not man. He, he, he's got no sin whatsoever. Never had that sin. That don't mean we have. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But he hasn't. And what he's saying, our Father don't sin, and you just be like him and don't sin either. We can't be like God. There would be nobody. I mean, if I was just like God and ever sinned, there would be nobody sinned. See, God don't have a work for a because he is that. He just speaks the word. That wouldn't be something just speaks the word, be healed. Well, <laughs> this is what the Bible says. Jesus said, the things I've done shall you do, and greater things shall you do. And Jesus said, the things that I've done shall you do, and greater things shall you do, because I'm going back to the Father. What's that put on our back? Because he did. I, that old man, brother, always said he prayed, prayed, prayed. God, why, why, why? I'm not getting my healing. He had his pen, took it off, all his colors out for cancer. He refused to take it. All that chemo. He said, I'll die, I just die. I ain't going through all that. Chemo took and all that hurt. And he said, he, he said, God, why, God, why don't you heal me? God, that's what we need to do. We need to search ourselves. God said something. He said, God, why didn't you heal me? I don't know why God's been healing you because it's sin in your life. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't say it was sin. But he, God told him two things. One thing didn't tell him, the other he did too. But we need to search ourselves. Y'all know that? We don't need to be examining nobody else. That ain't none of our business, what people do. That's God's business. God takes care of us. Care of us. But we need to examine us. What we do. Okay. 1 Peter 2, 21 and 22. 1 Peter 2, 21 and 22. 
Corinthians 22 says, having a, leaving us an example that we might follow his steps, who did no sin, neither God found his family. Now, Jesus Christ made such example that we might follow his steps, who did no sin, neither God found his family. 22 said, that's what I just read for you. 22 said, Who did no sin, even God found his mouth. They got that, didn't he? He left an example. We may follow his steps. Who did no sin, even God found his mouth. 1 John 2 and 6 said, He that saith, He abides in him, of himself also, so to walk even as he walked. That's pretty straight, ain't it? You think God's going to change that? He's going to let us die just, just because we do just a little bit of things. You said you're offended at one point, or you see at one point, you kill all, I gotta get out of here. Okay. All right. Walk without sin. He walked without sin, didn't he? He said, again, he that saith, he abides in him, all himself also is supposed to walk even as he walked. Now let's go, go skip a bit. Oh, just, a, just a couple of verses about false prophets. Oh, the only thing about false prophets. Okay, let's read it. It's 1 John, 2 John, 2 John. I got to get through this right here. 2 John 9 to 11. And whoso transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ hath both the Father and the Son. Ten said, If there come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine that the apostles preached, and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him God's peace. For he that bid him God's peace is partakers of his evil deeds. Not one done that, how about y'all? All right. Galatians. A couple things here. I just said this blood. So important. Galatians 1:6-9. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ. We're talking about truth now. I marvel that you are so soon from, removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but that be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel, just change the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven, Preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Again, at nine, said, as we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. Okay, let's talk about faithful just a minute. Y'all like that faithful? We're going to be faithful or we're not going. Ever as you know it, I hope you know it. We're gonna be faithful to God. And, and uh, Revelation two and ten, Jesus said, "Be ye faithful unto death, and I'll give you a crown of life." Well, have faith. Give you a crown of life. In Revelation seventeen and fourteen, after the saints was coming back with him, Jesus, okay? the saints was coming back with him. And they that are with him are called and
chosen and faithful. The faithful is the only one going to come back with you. You know that? Amen. It's going to Luke 14. Talking about being faithful now. If any man come to me and hate, now they don't mean, he made in comparison to him, and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sister, yea, his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. That's a main word, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. 28 says, For which of you, intending to build a tower, should have got down and count the cost? We need to count the cost. Y'all know that? What's it going to cost us if we're not faithful to it? We need to count the cost. For which of you intend to build a tower so as not down first to count the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it? Verse 33 says, So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he has, he cannot be my disciple again. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he has, he cannot be my disciple. Ephesians 5, 5, I'm going to get through early, quick here. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. See then that you walk circumspectly, and that's carefully, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. got to walk carefully, don't we? 17 says, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. To be, be, be not deceived, Ephesians 6 tells to be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. I miss one. That's Matthew 19. That's what I did. Matthew 19. I miss one. Matthew 19, 27 through 29. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration that the new birth, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, he also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. I'll notice right here. And every one that had forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or land, that's about everything. For my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold 
and shall inherit everlasting life. Man, that's a good promise, ain't it? That's a good promise. Okay, well, man, we're not done through. The truth is the only thing that's going to set us free. Now, leave it this truth. You got an enemy? I guarantee you, it ain't me. Wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness, we got in high places. Bible says when Satan was cast out of heaven, he brought a third part of the angels with him. And all them angels that he brought with him worked for him. And if you dragging around all like that, you may not get cooked or mugged or, or whatever. But if you devil won't bother, the devil won't bother you as much as he will somebody trying to make it. Now, like I said, a man come by many years ago, right? Before I even started preaching. About maybe 40 something years ago. So I never thought what he said. He got me to the devil don't care one thing about you as an individual, but he hates God. God loves you, you're God's children, and the devil knows if he can get, get to you, dear God, he can hurt God. If he can do anything to God, he can get to us. So if he wants us, you got to go where he's going, and he's already got his destination set, ain't he? We don't have our destination set. Thank God we don't have it set. We can, if we're not, dear God, to a point, dear God, to go in, he can get to us. Thank God we got time. Okay, I'm through. Still early. God's taking longer than this right here. Yes, sir.